Hello. Welcome to the Ann Levine Show. Believe it or not, here we are. Uh, this is the first time Michael and I, and by the way, Hello. Michael over, yes, Michael over there is totally with us. Yeah. In, in an intense way. Absolutely. Um, we've had an incredibly rough summer, and summer ended quite some time ago. So yeah, um, that's also I'm going to go, since winter begins in what, two weeks? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, fall. Spring, summer, and fall. I'm calling it the whole year. Yeah. Yeah, the entirety uh, of this uh, past year. You know, every year, at the end of the year, every year, people say, Oi, thank God this year is over. True. Because that was hellacious. Yep, that is true. Um, or hellacious, mm-hmm. as certain members of the Satmark community might say. I see. Oh, yeah. Uh, at any rate, it's been really bad. And it all started with COVID that put me in the hospital for a week. And then a whole series of things. Oh, yeah. I just was in the hospital with sepsis for a week and then called back two days later or the next day to say right uh you're so, still oh. infected you better come yeah, on we, back we for, we we forgot we let yeah. you out too soon yeah exactly that's great so um and so i'm having physical therapy occupational therapy and nursing that's right so yeah. and that all happens in our home and it's a little weird. People come it over. A, it is a little weird. And do things to me or with me. Yeah. The dogs go insane. Yeah, of course. Because all they, they want to do yeah. is play with everyone's stethoscope. That's right. Or, and uh, lick their shoes. Mm-hmm. And so. They're that kind of dogs. Yeah. Uh, and then. What are you going to do? We've had terrible losses in the past three months. Our dear, my dear, well, our dear, Michael knew him too. Friend, um, he was my childhood friend. When I met him, I was zero. I was like six months old. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I was a year old and he was three. And uh, anyway, he passed away, Trip McLaughlin, not long ago. And then we got the heartbreaking and very shocking news that David C. Wallace of Blessed Memory passed away last week. Yeah. And I can't... It's really... It's pretty... Uh, it's pretty shocking for, for me. It's very shocking. Yeah. Well, I imagine for everybody. Yeah. 
Oh. And because um, he was sixty four, just turned sixty four years old, right? On the third of November. Yeah. So I mean, that's terrible. That's really, yeah. That's very. And that's way too young. Yep. And he was alone. Well, I won't go into those details. That's a little much. But David Wallace was one of my best friends. Um, one of the Cape Cod posse mm-hmm. that included McLaughlin's, Howe's, Simpson's, Wallace's, Levine's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And a, a, a- bunch of ne'er-do-wells exactly a mm-hmm. bunch of miscreants that's right um and so we spent all summer pretty much every day or part of every day on the beach at a movie walking down the street smoking cigarettes you know mm-hmm. in secret Oh yeah. Um, trying weed for the first time, and oh my gosh, there were so many romances intertwined. Oh yeah, yeah. In this group, where everybody tries to find out if there's going to be some sort of combination they can make out of right everybody else. Yeah. And so David and I were for. I don't know. In my memory, it was like a summer, but I'm thinking it was more like a week. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, we probably kissed three times, you know, like intense kissing. Yeah, pretty hot and heavy. Hot and heavy 16-year-old kissing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, yeah, it was more like a week or it could have been three days. And But anyway, we listened to... That CSNY album, over and over and over again. Yeah, that so far, yeah. Jade had mono mm-hmm. one summer, and she couldn't go out anywhere. She was like, "Oh, that's right. No, you, no, you're not going anywhere with that stuff. Spreading it around." Well, so we, David and I, would go. And hang out in her room well, and there get you it. Go. There you go. Get yeah. it. Now, fortunately, neither one of us got it, but we would just sit there. And as you did back in the 1840s, um, listen to that album over and over again. Yeah. That was like what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny. And we hung out and talked. And God knows what we talked about. I mean, seriously. Right. Probably probably, each other. Yeah, and heavy, uh, you know, um, maybe hidden meanings to music lyrics and, you know, all kinds of... Would that have been it? Stuff like that? Oh, yeah. 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 And what, what... to what are parents real? What are they really? Who are they really? Right. Yeah. Things like that about each other's parents. Sure. Your father was totally drunk at that party. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mine too. Oh my God. Anyway, 
I'm really heartbroken. And as I'm sure, I, as I know many of, many of us are, and shocked. Yeah. And one thing I am learning that is very painful is that when you hit 60, your friends and family start peeling off. They start dying. Yeah. And you know, I've got two half-brothers. One just turned 78. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's... Wow. That's shocking to me. And they're a different generation, totally 15 years older than I am. We never lived in the same house. But when, you're, when your sibling is 78 years old, yep. anyhow. Or how about if your sibling is just exactly a year older than you? And is now suffering from, you know, uh, is having terrible memory loss. Dementia. Yeah, and dementia. And she's only a year older. Yep. And you think, wait a minute. Yeah, well, and we both have outlived our biological mother. Right. You know, in number of years. You two did. Yep. Um, I've got a long way to go to outlive mine. Yeah, that is true. Your mom did pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and my mom didn't do too bad. She did very well. Yeah. At any rate. Well, one of them anyway. Be prepared. I have too many moms. Yeah. Tell, yeah. tell us. Well, I have at least, uh, you know, I can count at least five moms. What? Yeah. Well, tell me who they well, are. Well, if we're if we're if we're talking about uh, between biological foster parents and my adopted parents, yeah, there's uh, f- I think five in there. Okay, so it's the foster parents that I don't. Yeah. I don't know that much about. Well, I don't know anything about, but I know about your parents and your adopted parents. Right. Who were so. also my foster parents at one time, but that's a different. That's another story. Yeah. All right. So, so in addition. In addition to all that kind of thing. To that. Uplifting uh, bit of radio right there. Um, I'm going to give you a little more uplifting. Oh, good. Good. I got stories to tell. Oh, yeah. So I was in the hospital with COVID um, on the 1st of December. Right, of last year. Of 2023. Of uh, 2022. Two. Um, got it on Thanksgiving. I won't say where. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, yeah, so I spent a week in the hospital in an isolation room and very sick and very frightening. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of stuff about it that was just... Horrendous. Anyway, I didn't fully recover from that. No, that's true. You nor uh, have I still. You had a lot of like uh, what 
doctors like to call long COVID uh, symptoms. You know what my pulmonologist says Mm -hmm. is that it's post-viral illness Mm. because it's not just from COVID. Like if you have a bad virus um, of some other brand, Mm -hmm. you still can have this thing where it just hangs on. Right. For a long yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. So I still had a really bad cough for months, all kinds of symptoms. Yeah. And then I'm going along, I'm thinking I'm okay. And again, I'm not going to go into the details of everything that I had and that happened to me in the hospital. Um, but I had sepsis. So that's a little. Um, we had like four different infections, yeah. at least, that led to sepsis, Acute. which, which is uh, their words, not mine. Which is very, very bad. And I didn't know that before I was admitted. And thank God. Oh my goodness! They did. we didn't know until you were being discharged, until we saw the paperwork that said yeah. why I was in there. Right. Yeah. So um, I'm sure that was a screw-up on somebody's part. Not even a screw-up, just a yeah, uh, wh- whatever. Yeah, whatever it was, yeah. And um, I'm really glad I didn't know because I would have been terrified. Yeah, that would have been very bad. Um, uh, we have personal experience. That's right. People... People not taken, making it. Yeah, through sepsis. So And so, um, but in spite of the fact that I was in so much pain, I will get to that in a minute, but I was given so much pain medicine, and it's because among other parts of me that were infected... This parotid gland. That's, right. It's part of your uh, salivary t- gland. Yeah, and it's this tiny, tiny... Very pe- like pea-sized or like a little tiny lima bean. Not a lima bean. Well, it was very small. Yeah. Lima beans are sometimes huge. Well, I like them that tiny. way. The, what? That's why I said This tiny. was... Really anyway, small. Yeah. I'm going... Very small. I'm going small PFS. At least, at least it was supposed to be. It sm- was sunflower small. seed. Can we go... Can we do sure. that? Okay. Yeah, we could do... So in, All right. In the shell or out? In. Okay. So it's like... And it's way back <laughs> in the... What do you call that? Where your jaw opens. Yeah, I don't know that man. It's that mandible hinge there, that yes, mandibular hinge. Way back in there. Yeah, my face blew up like I was cheeking, you know, a grapefruit. Right. Or um, tr- or trying to get the third one in there. That's right. Actually, that's right. And it was so painful. I've never had that much pain. And I'm including kidney stones. Yeah. Okay? It's the most painful thing you can imagine. Um, but anyway, 
let's let's go and you got back oh, well, you got to hang on to that for a while so yeah yeah so that was can, with uh, me right up until the last night yeah pretty much and i'll get to that but i want to talk about my first night in cape cod hospital cape cod hospital so my friend ellen had surgery there and told me, oh, I had the most gorgeous room, yeah. modern, up-to-date, you know, beautifully appointed and large and this huge, not a bay window, but anyway, a huge, long window. Right, o- open to right the bay. On, Lower- yeah. on Lewis Bay. yeah. And you're just, the ferries going in and out of the harbor, and just gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely uh, lovely, lovely scenery yep. from there. Yeah. So I was thinking, okay, well, they're wheeling me to something decent. Well, yeah, of course. At least you, you, yeah. No, no. I got wheeled to the oldest part of the hospital Mm -hmm. and in fact the doctor the ENT who was taking care of my jaw walked into the room and said I didn't even know there were any rooms back here still (laughs) so I get wheeled into this very small room yes and there is a brown and I mean brown print curtain between me and someone that's right and the older lady next door and her name is helen and helen is 90 93 93 yeah she's in her mid early mid 90s and she is in there for reasons i don't know do you know no i don't really know well i helen, suppose it has something to do with being 93 or 94 helen is from down south yes mm-hmm. and helen has three sons and it's like timmy tommy and chubby yeah those are like her three sons okay now helen's phone because she's not using her own like cell phone she's using the hospital room phone right and that thing rings loud it's very loud and there's also a light that go flashes right yeah mm-hmm. and she's a little hard of hearing yes so there would be this constant bring, bring, and then hello, who or, is this? Or, or 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 there was the uh, when the phone was ringing, she was like, "What is that noise?" Oh well, that was another yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. So it's the first night I'm in the hospital. Michael is sitting next to me in a chair in a beautiful. Brown chair. Beautiful brown vinyl. Shades of brown in a hospital. It's so soothing. Mm. 
and clean looking. You know, it's yeah. a perfect yeah. hospital it really, color. Yeah, brown is brown. one of the more sanitary colors. Yes. So, uh, where was I? So, Oh, uh, you're sitting next to me. Yeah, I'm sitting next to you. And so, Timmy mm-hmm. comes in. Yep. Which we know by the conversation. We're not introduced... And, and I know her name and everything about her, her because of these conversations through the curtain. Right. Yeah. Well, he walks in and he's got a ukulele. He's got a ukulele. We didn't right. see him come in. <laughs> no. But we suddenly hear that. He's playing the damn ukulele. Uh huh. He's playing on the, the other side of the brown curtain. Now the th- thing is, uh, Helen uh, used to be uh, used to be yes. a thing. So tell about she was uh, she was on the Ed Sullivan show. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if she was singing with or just introduced. Uh, Judy Garland for this particular segment, right? Because I didn't see it. However, one of the sons did show it to like eight other people. Oh yeah, so we know it's around anyway. Every nurse, yeah. Every patient care assistant, right? Gotta every see. doctor. Hey, here's Helen on the Ed Sullivan show, and was uh, yeah was forced to watch this. Mm-hmm. Weird video on his phone, on Timmy's phone. Yeah, it was. Uh, so we're hearing that constantly. The, that story over and over yep. again. Well, was, anyway, that was that was good. That was, that was it. Was fun. real good. Anyway, Timmy came in with his uke yep, and, and started old songs. And they started singing. The two of them. Yep, singing and harmonizing. And it was night. Yep, yeah, it was. It was like 8, 9 o'clock at night. I mean, I guess it was, yeah, it had to be around 8 because it was like after supper time, but before visiting hours were over. Right. So, I don't remember which song it was. Uh, Smile was one of them, the uh, Charlie Chaplin song. Smile when your heart is... And this accent. And, okay, so let me just... Some of these details are gross. This is a trigger warning, okay? (laughs) This is a brown hospital room. Yeah. Trigger warning. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so now, during all of this, it would be... Smile when your heart is breaking. Uh-huh. <clears throat> right, Smile. yeah. They're, yeah they're, she was belching. She was a bit uh, windy. And yeah. farting. Yeah. Constantly. Now, it's very possible why she was there. Or maybe she just was drinking a lot of ginger ale. I don't know. Why did I have to be subjected to it? Well, you know what? After, the, uh, after day number two... Well, no. This was first. I want to get to okay after they finished their little concert. Mm-hmm. I started applauding, <laughs> and so Timmy, right? Timmy did appreciate the applause. Peeked around yeah. the curtain, 
and saw us and said, oh, thank you so much. I'm I Penny. thought maybe we were bothering you. Right. And all I could think was... I hope she doesn't. he doesn't see this crowbar behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> all I could think was, you know, that question, that issue should have been brought That's up right. before yeah, addressed much the recital <laughs> started. <laughs> like, yes. will it bother you really if I play the ukulele at the end and my mother and I <laughs> sing a duet? I know it. Now, oh, I'll God. be perfectly honest. I would have said, absolutely not. I want to hear it. That's and right. I did, and that's, that's right. I even chimed in. That's that is correct. I sang a little too. Yeah. I applauded. That's right. You and did. I said, um, he said, "Oh, I thought maybe I was bothering you." And I said, "Not at all. It was delightful. That is the word I used." Mm -hmm. And I said, "Play another one." Um, but then. The nurses kicked him out because yeah. by then it was nine o'clock or whatever right. time. And um, I said, I hope you come back. Yeah. And then um, Michael and then you left. Were awakened. Well, yeah, because I had to go too. Right. Was visiting hours. So I like, get the hell out of here. Then, because I have lamb, and oh, oh, I remember now. She was in there because she had a really bad UTI. Oh, so okay. she was infected with whatever, which was perfect for me. Yeah. To have someone who's infected coughing and farting on me. Mm-hmm. Right. Well. Now, so that was day one. Right. Day two was uh, started off Day fine. two. That started off pretty good um i had a coughing fit and um it was a bad one and my cough is you know it's not <laughs> no it's you know it's deep it's deep it's meaningful that's right it's passionate so i start coughing yeah, and if you don't like it that's too bad but yeah you know, it is what it is ellen so this is what I start hearing, being yelled to no one because I'm the only other person in the room. Yep. What is that noise? <laughs> what is that? Now, I am still coughing, and I can't stop. I know, and you can't answer. No. No, you're coughing. Uh, what is that? What? There's a machine back there or something. And I'm just like, I finally get a moment, right, where it kind of stops. And I say, through the beautiful brown curtain, I'm coughing. Well, then this happens. Help! Help! This woman needs help! <laughs> Someone come in here! And this is how I was coughing, because... Yelling like that just made me cough. Yeah. <coughs> it was much worse than yeah. that. Yeah. 
So then she's screaming. And finally, someone comes in and says, Helen, what's wrong? In a manner that let me know that this This was something that happens all the time. Their first rodeo with her. And um, she says, Well, there's noise. And it turns out it's this woman next to me. And someone needs to quickly take care of her. Something's terribly wrong. Well, she I was advocating she was for you. You know, yeah. I know, but she's yelling. So. And so the nurse peeks around the curtain, and I said, I was coughing. And so that was the end of that. Mm-hmm. And it was at that point that I said, Michael, mm-hmm. here's what I'd like you to please do. Call the main number of this hospital and ask to speak to the administrator and tell them that your wife needs to be moved to a private room immediately. Right. But you know what? You you missed the part the other part though. What was that? When your doctor came in. Oh yeah, and said, <laughs> Oh my God. I can't believe there are still rooms back here. No. That part? Not that part. The part when Helen started yelling at the doctor to shut up. Oh, tell that because I'm not remembering Yeah, because you were were just, she was just sitting there talking to you, telling about your, uh, the state of your various infections and the cultures that they were doing. And Helen was on the other side. Saying, shut up. Oh, that's right. Stop talking. You're talking too. That's right. She was yelling at the hospitalist. Yeah. Who was, I've got to say, one of the loveliest women. Yeah, very nice. And so smart and charming and knowledgeable. And she, she looked around the curtain, just sort of peeked around her, and then sort of came back to the our little area and said was i talking that loud you know like and we were just laughing our asses off yep anyway anyway I yeah said, so you call the chief administrator of this place and i didn't even i didn't even need to do that i just called the uh, admissions and said you know what uh i'd like my what my wife to have a private room and they said julie said I'll take care of that. So the most interesting and bizarre thing took place very quickly, mind you. This woman who looked like someone from a Juliana Margulies joint. Mm -hmm. She looked like Christine Baranski on The Good Fight. Uh Uh-huh. And by that I mean she was coiffed. Yeah. She was dressed perfectly. Mm -hmm. She had on the perfect size. You knew her nails were going to be perfect. Clip-ons. Yep. Clip-on earrings. And she was very, oh, I don't want to say on a high horse, but she was on a high horse Uh without acting obnoxious. Right. And she came really close to me. Which I thought, oh, something weird's going to happen here. Mm-hmm. But she came really close to me, 
And she said, which I still feel a little weird about, but anyway, she said, hello, Anne. No, I think she said Mrs. Levine. Um, I'm sorry you're not well, but it's nice to see you. And we have a room for you. I'm being quiet because <laughs> Helen made the same request. <laughs> and I'd prefer it that she not know that we're going to wheel you out of this room <laughs> to a private room. Right. And I was like, this is freaking hilarious. This is like Tootsie. You know, it was like I wanted Bill Murray eating popcorn yeah. to say that's one nutty hospital or whatever uh, that line right. was. So I get wheeled out and suddenly I'm in this gorgeous room, which I described at the beginning. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Really very nice. And it's quiet. And it's like the window is eight feet wide. Yes, it was the whole was width of the yeah. room. It was really long. And really there beautiful. was a lot of space, of course, a private bathroom. Oh, my God. That night with Helen, yeah. I had to use a commode because I was not going in that belching, farting bathroom. <laughs> I was not doing it. Yeah. And I said, I need uh, a little commode here by the bed. Yes, please. I wasn't eating. I didn't eat the whole time I was there. And yeah. that's not because I wasn't supposed to. They were trying to get me to eat, which is, that's the first time in my life. You know, if you live long enough... Yeah, you're you'll, gonna you'll see get to lot. that point. That's right. Anyway, no one has ever said, please eat. You need your strength. And I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. It, it had nothing to do with chewing, which I couldn't do. Right, But I right. couldn't handle anything that I could even suck down, like some applesauce. Right. You know, or some yogurt, which didn't require chewing. Um. No, not for quite a while, anyway. Nothing. I wouldn't eat anything. Even even though, and we were going to get back to this, the drugs you were on oh. were uh, as high-powered as they get. Okay, really. so I get moved into this private room, and it's fabulous. Um, I have to keep pressing the button. I have now, um, what's it called, Michael? Trigger, not, not trigger finger, but when you get like carpal tunnel Yeah. on my left thumb from pressing that button. Yeah, All right. day Declines. and all night. Yeah. I am in pain. I am in pain. I am in pain. I need to pee. I need to pee. I am in pain. Yep. Okay, so this hospitalist, jacked me up with so much stuff. So they're giving me morphine intravenously. <laughs> then they're giving me oxycodone right. on a like six-hour schedule. 
and they're giving me a thousand milligrams, milligrams of, of, tylenol. of tylenol. Yeah. Okay. Trying to cover every base they possibly can. Cause they have me packed in ice yep. on the right side of my face, and I am in agony, even with all of that. But I was cuckoo. <laughs> Big yeah. cuckoo. Yeah. yeah, that is true. You, so, weren't, uh, you were not putting coherent sentences together. No. And the hospitalist walks in and says, have you been getting any sleep? And I said, no. I haven't been getting any sleep. She said, but you've been getting a lot of narcotics. I said, I know. <laughs> and you're my dealer. I, I was like so... And, and so she said, well, what's been happening? I said, someone comes in here, like always happens in a hospital. They tell you to rest. And then every half hour, someone comes in here to take blood, get my vitals, do something with my IV. Yeah. Something. I mean, Meanwhile. You, it's what they have to do, you know. I you, keep you, pressing the pain button and the P button. Yeah. And. The a nurse or a somebody has to come in and give me something or take me to the restroom. So, um, the hospitalist comes in the next morning and says, "Was your sleep any better last night?" I said, "No, it was the same thing," and my ENT. Did rounds at 5 a.m. <laughs> and she said, 5 a.m.? I said, yes. Had an early, he had, had an early tea time. He wanted to he get was, everything in and get the hell out of there. He was in here at 5 a.m. She said, I'm telling her, and I'm insistent. And so, and I didn't realize this, but my hair is all in my face. I see. I've got like a hair curtain. Yeah, I didn't get to see that. No, you weren't there That sounds good, yeah. So she reached over and like pushed my hair back. So she could see my eyes. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me and she said these words, which I will never forget. <laughs> and wish I want, which I want to commit to a bracelet or something. Uh -huh. She said, you are so high. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, I love it. yeah. Yeah. And she said, what day is it? This was fun, too. Mm -hmm. And I said, it's 2.04. Yeah, good one. Good one, honey. And she said, you nailed it. How do you translate that into, like, a day and a date? 
can you do that? Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, two, oh, four. That's like 2004, except it's not. <laughs> it's 2023, but soon Ooh. it's going to be 2024. Yeah. Yes, wow. 204. <laughs> Very and she's good. like, okay, how are you in pain? <laughs> how is your brain able to send a pain yeah, signal that's anywhere? That's what it wants to know. That's what everybody wants to know. And I'm sitting there with an ice pack on my face. That was the other thing. I'm pressing the button. Ice, ice pack. Right, yeah. Then it was, and I was severely dehydrated. So I wouldn't eat anything, but I would drink a lot. And I was drinking Which is problematic because it made you pee. Yep. Mostly water and occasionally... Ginger ale, which has to me become a drug. Uh huh. It's like peppy. There's no caffeine in it, but it's peppy. Now, um, oh my God, this is endless. I'm glad we're doing this show because th- there's so much more. I don't know how much time I even have. Well, we got uh, a little less than 20 minutes. Oh, okay. So we're good. So. Um, and then I have people coming in, nurses who are so sweet and they know how much I'm struggling and they're bringing stuff into me. They're like, try to eat this, you know, a quarter of this saltine. Yeah. And I would just, I'd be, oh, I'd say, okay. And I would either brush it into the garbage or just leave it there. Yeah. Um, would you like a fresh saltine? How about some yogurt? How about some jello? How about whatever? And then they would say, please, please call. Because that's what you do there. And those of you who really know, you know my star, my shining star. That's right. Yes. The Beyond Meat impossible meat whatever it is burger yeah, that's right the man who has sustained the burger me. star steve, steve Katz. and so i called mainly hoping that steve would answer the phone yeah and they do a different thing now when you call you have to tell them your name and your birthday Now, I'll tell Uh, you one thing. There's one thing that my doctor could ask me that I could answer. And that was my name and my birthday. Because I don't know how many times a day I had to say that. Anytime anyone walked in. Yeah. What's your name? What's your birthday? I should have said, it's my birthday today. I need more morphine. You know what? I Mm. did ask her, and I asked the ENT. I said, is there any way you can operate on this and take it out, drain it, anything? I was ready for them to decapitate me. Stab it with a saber. I didn't care. Yep. It just, I would say anything. Remove it with a corkscrew. Just get it out of there. And he said, 
you know what? There are some people who have acute cases like you, but it doesn't resolve. And they sometimes, their faces <laughs> freeze. Oh, they Ick. get frozen face from that procedure. Oh, nice. And I'm like, just get a glam squad in here. Uh-huh. And make me look gorgeous. And of course, just take pictures from one profile. And then do it. There you go. Freeze my face looking fabulous. With some sort of look that can be interpreted as laughter or crying. Okay. Yeah, one <laughs> of the two. So comedy and tragedy. Um, I was like, I was ready to do anything. He said, no, we really can't. He said, sometimes there's a thing, but there's another thing, but that's not good either. He said, and I'm afraid you really should just struggle through this yeah. because it will. Then he takes a tongue depressor Ugh. out of his pocket. Yeah. And he says, here. And he starts pushing that thing uh, against the swelling, yeah, and pushing it down. Ow, 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 ow! And that's ow, what ow, I'm ow, saying, ow. except really loud and yeah. with profanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I can't say now. Right. And he is ow, pushing it down. He's ow, trying. Darn. He's trying to, you know, get some of that infected fluid out of there. Right. And he was only able to do a little bit, but he left me with this fabulous um, information, which was, okay, I want you to do that. Right. Every hour for five minutes. And I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah. Poke, poke yourself the, with a stick every hour. The nurse was standing there. And I thought he meant that she was supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. So at some point she came over and said, now don't forget to, you know, do that thing on the side of your face. I said, me? Aren't you supposed to do it? No. Oops. He was speaking to you. <laughs> You're supposed yeah, to do it. That's exactly right. And I'm like, oh my God. Well, didn't he have some sort of, uh, you know, and of course I'm completely cuckoo high. And I'm saying, well, didn't he have some instruments and a swab thing that he put inside my cheek? And she's looking at me like, oh, sister. You are a wreck. Wow. You should yeah, be you are in, somewhere else. You should be in a rehab. Uh -oh. Anyway, she said no. No, no, no. None of that happened except for the tongue depressor. Wow. Which you don't need to use. Just your hands and go like that when you think about it. So I did start doing it and I still do it. He said, "Now, your chances of getting this again are much higher. Yeah, isn't that great? I, I love that part. That's 
That's really good. And he said, if you get it once, hey, you could sure get it real easy. He said, if you ever start to feel a little tingling, a little, a little pain, you start doing this. Start rubbing in that spot. You start dragging, you know. Get your popsicle stick out. Get your wooden spoon. Yep. And you be pushing all that out and down. So I do that constantly. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Because I'm in fear. Well, yeah, that pain is, I mean, come on. They couldn't stop it. They couldn't make it go away. No matter what they did. Well, anyway, for those of you who faithfully listen to this show. Now, I want to say that it's not just the fact that I have been in these horrendous circumstances that you haven't heard from us in so long and that you're still not hearing from us on the podcast. Michael over there will Hello. now explain. Yeah, it's there's a problem, but uh, we're working on it. I don't know how it's, I don't know how it's to put it. You know, there is iTunes is a is a problem. We don't want to lose all of our programs that are already there. Um, but our server and where everything was doesn't exist anymore. Not even virtually. It's gone. We were given like one so, day's notice. So we have we have one way to do to try to set it back up the way that it used to be, and that is to transfer uh, domain names and so on and so forth. And it just hasn't happened yet. Because the person... Well, they've been sick, for one thing. I know. I'm just saying the person who needs to do that has been out of commission. Yep. So... That's why there has been no, and still is no, podcast. No, no working podcast. But we're hoping yeah. Michael over there Hello. is going to put up a big notice. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Are you part of that movement yeah. now? I always have been ever since I saw Dina Martina. Oh my God. Yeah. I you love, know, I love Dina Martina. Oh, she's the best. Yeah. If you're in Provincetown, if you're anywhere on Cape Cod, go see Dina Martina. Yep. One of the funniest things. The funniest, funniest I've seen. things yep. in the world. Um. So anyway, uh, that's yeah, what. Go ahead. Nothing. No, that's that's all right. Go ahead. Where know. was I going, though? Well, that's... I don't know. Oh, come on. Please. Please yeah. remember. Someone yeah. remember. There someone was another remember. thing I was going to... Because I said, oh, good. I have enough time. Oh, yeah. Michael! I don't know. I don't know what you were thinking. Oh. I'm sorry. I have a story. It's short, though. Okay. Uh, it's about a guy in uh, in the state of Washington mm-hmm. who ran for uh, city council mm-hmm. in the city of uh, Rainier, Rainier City Council. His name is Damian Green, and uh, he said he thought it would be kind of narcissistic to vote for himself mm-hmm. in this uh, election, so he did not cast a ballot 
and he lost by one vote. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a little heartbreaking Isn't right there. Isn't that awful? What a feel good story that yeah. is. Yeah. Oh boy. I oh remembered. Boy. Oh, good, good. Okay. Those of you who were around after I started doing shows after COVID. Okay, yeah. Will remember the Steve Katz kitchen supervisor story Mm -hmm. of how all I could eat every day was an impossible burger, Mm -hmm. zucchini with tomatoes, and they had this thing called Spanish rice. Never mind about that. Yeah. Um, So that was all I could eat. And... By that, I mean I would look at the menu, and there wasn't one thing. If you think I'm going to order steamed cod in a hospital, you're seriously mistaken. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. And all of the other options for me, because I'm a pescatarian, were meat. Yeah, I know. It's It's a big problem. So I ordered... And there's a lot of sugary things, too. Well, yeah, Which you on the diabetic menu. Yeah. yeah. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, even... What's on the diabetic menu? Oh, here's a bowl of fruit. Yeah. With, Are you with, kidding uh, me? With sugar pops on it. Yeah. It's... You know, it was crazy. But anyway, I called Channel 27, one man. day, and to my joy... Steve answered oh, the phone. Oh, yeah. You got, I don't you know. Got is he still there? Is he going to be the one to get my call? Because there are other people who work there. Right. And I said, Steve, Steve Katz, you saved my life. Um, and you helped me lose a lot of weight. I didn't tell him that part. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing well, I you, eat. You have. You've actually lost quite a weight. Quite, quite a bit of ways. Quite a ways. Yeah. And you too. Um, yeah, I have also. Neither well. one of us look exactly the way we did a no, few months ago. But anyway, besides the point. So I said, Steve, it's Anne Levine. He said, impossible burger. <laughs> I said, yes, you genius. Yeah, almost a year later. And I said... With two strips of bacon. Ha, 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 ha. Because Steve Katz knows. Oh, that's right. Anyone with the name. Oh, that's the other thing on the diabetic menu. Mm-hmm. So here he says. Oh, bacon. Yeah. I said, you, <laughs> I said, you know. And we used to joke about the bacon on my burger, that that was not doable, yeah, possible, anything ball. And he said, you know, some people order that with three strips of bacon. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is it with this freaking hospital? Yeah. I mean, and no one in a hospital should be having any strips of bacon. Yeah, well, come on. I mean- Maybe if they have a broken leg, right? You know, okay, yeah. But otherwise, what are you doing? 
That's a that's anyway. A good question. Um, yeah. But our joke, of course, was because we're both Jewish, and right. we know that's fabissina. That's right. <sighs> Trafe. Well, um, this is a difficult transition to say the least. I'm glad I had fun things to tell you about and that I was able to make some funny lemonade about some very serious lemons that were dealt to me this year. I don't know at all how to describe my feelings about the death of David Wallace. It is truly one of the most heartbreaking things particularly on the heels of Trip dying. And Trip was also part of the, you know, McLaughlin, Wallace, Simpson, Levine, Howe right, the, the group. Perpetrators, miscreants. And uh, I, I'm just, uh, I'm horrified. Um and I guess that's really all I have to say about that, except people, seriously, keep the close ones close. If there's someone you're wondering about from your past, call them, stop wondering. Or you say, you know, I gotta give him a call one of these days, or I gotta give her a call. Do it. Send a note, send a text, do something. You don't want to live with the guilt, and you also don't want to live with the missed opportunity. And uh, all I can think of is 17-year-old David and all of us, barefoot on the beach. Uh, I, I, I'm torn up and I'd like to extend my condolences to his sister Kate who is a very close friend of mine and to his brother Derby who is also a friend of the family and for David C. Wallace may you go on forever he always said that when he died he wanted to be returned to what he believed to be the original state which is part of the stars that's a quote and he is the new angel in my house and the new star in heaven there's my new star in heaven When I 